This podcast is for mature audience only. Once you have confirmed you are mature, ask yourself, are you in the correct space physically and mentally to hear my pettiness, corny jokes, colorful language, and quote-unquote wokeness? I am not for speakerphone or work. All of this is for entertainment purposes only. I implore you to do your research, consult your spirit teams, and or other professionals before co-signing to my opinions. Now that our expectations align, get in line with moments and cue. M-O-double-M-A-Q-D-U-E. D-U-E. That's my name. Mama Q. M-O-double-M-A-Q-D-U-E. D-U-E. That's my name. Mama Q. Say it fast or slow. Don't really matter though. The U-E gets him in a tongue tizzy, yo. Hey, kind of dizzy, bro. Who was she? Mama Q. Mama gave birth, little waist, no girth. 16 years ago, no, I don't want mo. Q is a line, and I tried to align this double entendre petty. Ha ha, it's one of my mantras. Mama Q, I'm the first one in and the first one out. Memphis, Tennessee is my whereabouts. Don't complain, man, saying stick it to one topic. I reply, your mind is very myopic with Mama Q. You need better optics picking and choosing to copy me. Are you inspired? Uh, definitely. No need to whisper gracefully. I like it better off key now let's see um do you remember me m-o-double-m-a-q-d-u-e d-u-e that's my name mama q m-o-double-m-a-q-d-u-e d-u-e that's my name mama q It's me, Mama Q. I welcome you to Moments in Q ASMR episode. In this episode, I will titillate your ear with my voice and random sounds. And cue today, 60 seconds of heaven. What's going on? It's given. Let's get it popping and grope on the joke. shows in timeline order. We 
intro song because wow she's 17 <laughs> time has flown by all right that's all that i got on with the show let's get it popping i blow out the bubbles surrounding pop culture and i talk about it i've been gone for a minute and i missed all the interesting thing pieces and my opinion that no one asked for from is it mr simone Bowles or mrs jonathan owens cat would tell you a joke but not a lie um barbies versus hotties and my personal favorite are you the shit or a fart 2024 has been interesting as fuck thus far and we're only in month two my short version take on all this is from the astrology people that said 2024 is the year of the truth the medium version of it is as follows as a woman that has survived toxic and dv relationships no i won't go into details at this time i don't want to trigger you on my first time being solo for the year i have survivor's guilt for the ladies and yes this includes trans women and non-binary that are victims so me personally when i hear or read about so-and-so partner trying to help their partner i get pissed and sad but i know not everyone wants to be saved i want to save everyone though i know how that makes me seem but i'm not arrogant i'm still in shock i found a healthy partner so i hope others can find one too because yeah if i can you can too i know how like not stupid but lame and corny that may sound but I think I've said this before as someone who is polyamorous into BDSM. I felt like my circle of meeting potential love would be just limited to my sir. And then to find someone like my boothang love of my Mike Foxtrot life, it's like, okay, so there is hope. So that's what I mean when I say, if I can make it, then I feel like, you know, there could be somebody for someone else. So, um, the problem that I think is what's healthy to me might not be healthy to someone else. So I guess a better stance for me is if you like it, I love it. Um, on, what is it? On TikTok, there was this woman who had met, I forgot her name. I think it's April. She had allegedly, yeah, let's use the word allegedly, met her fiance online in like 30 days and stuff and someone had found out about it and his allegedly her current fiance ex-girlfriend had um found out about it and wanted to do a cautionary tale and stuff and of course there's people in the comments who are all like yeah you know i met my significant other and we've been married this many years blah 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 and so for me again nobody asks for my opinion as a survivor i am always leery of those type of people but at the same time i can almost understand because like my boo thing and i we hit it off great and we've been tight ever since but like we're we like what he told me he loved me well like three months into the relationship or whatever and like he's never violated my trust or anything like that so for me what i think it is is that yes there are these one-off situations where somebody can find someone that they love and it seems to be quote unquote 
like I said, I think her name is April. I'm like concerned about her. And I know I shouldn't give a shit or whatever, but it's like, you know, like I said, survivor's kill. But at the same time, yeah, if you like it, I love it. So like, that's how I feel about that. I went off on a tangent. Oh, well. So yeah, if you like it, I love it. So moving on when it comes to beef, be it comedic or rap, I'm here for the non-violent drama. Something about displaying your creativity and receipts give me a little wet wet. <laughs> I get annoyed though because no matter what the responder says, most people talk about everything. But is what was said true or not? Like for example, are you in the Illuminati? Did you steal that joke? I don't care how much money you have versus Cat Williams. I don't care if you got a movie out. Did you wear the dress? And usually survey will say, yes, ding, ding, ding. It continues to baffle me how some survivors dig on non-survivors. That's that brainwashing to me. I remember years ago, I felt like old girl from Basketball Wise wasn't allegedly abused from Terrell Owens. Because she got headbutted. I was slick offended because of what I endured was more than just a headbutt. But I've been changed. Because headbutts can turn into so much more. So when I learned about Nikki allegedly being a big me and laughing at Meg, I'm like, Ur. or allegedly not telling the barbs to stop doxing people that disagree or you're going to be behind bars is disturbing like this is when real life can make you turn into a speed bump too and i feel like the world is really fulfilling the movie idiocracy i think that's how you pronounce it so yesterday i was at tarjang it was a long ass line when we came in my partner and i were very confused like why is there a long line to get to the self-checkout when the other lines that have cashiers are not full so when we were done shopping we saw the line and bypassed it to have a human check us out this cashier near us screamed line one is open line one is open line one is open like three times i was so confused like some of y'all are near line one, but you're in the line for self-checkout. A customer was annoyed because people got out of the self-checkout line to go to number one, and somehow she felt like she got skipped. Like what? You decided to stay in the self-checkout line. These folks got out of the self-checkout line to go to see a cashier. How did they skip you? I say all that to say, at the end of the day, are you going to stay uninformed in a long line waiting to do unpaid labor or checking yourself out without first verifying what this long line is or are you going to make your own decision to stay in the long ass line because you've been waiting this long even though you see cashier lines are shorter? It's giving. I'm giving you the encouragement to make it through the week. Let's tackle eating that elephant together one bite at a time. <sighs> so I realized that I was supposed to do this one first. But some way, somehow, I don't know. Shout out to the ancestors. I ended up doing the popping one first. And I'm not going to copy and paste it and cut it. So uh, you will deal. Alright. So justice versus forgiveness months ago many me had a reading with my mentor an ancestor that um, isn't elevated because she won't forgive the guy that allegedly killed her pamela instructed us that we can't um have her a 
assist us with anything here going on, like, you know, jobs or protection or anything like that, because our energy will be chaotic, because it's not directed in the proper place. The one thing Pamela said that stuck out was forgiveness and justice are not the same thing. It was instructed that we try to encourage her to forgive the man. It got me thinking about family members I'm not able to forgive yet, and I want to be an elevated ancestor, and I really don't know what to do about that. Um, Because, you know, like, I'm still learning about hoodoo, obviously, and I know that some people try to break their generational curses, and I do understand that there are some ancestors out there, I assume, for me, but also could be for others, that might need some healing and some assistance and stuff. And so what comes with that is that they're still elevated. And I know some ancestors who, when they were here, they treated me a certain way. And I was very shocked and surprised that some of them were elevated. So obviously, I don't know in great detail, like, what's the rubric to be uh honorable and enlightened ancestor not but i know that when the time comes i definitely want to be one and it's like difficult for me to if what's holding me back is forgiveness because i think about all the things that the woman that gave birth to me did to me in my life and i'm having difficulty forgiving her i remember um i had mistakenly called her mom so for some reason Sorry, I apologize. I mistakenly called her mom in a text message with my dad and my mini-me. And so she ended up telling my sister Ash about it and thought we were making progress. And I'm like, no, it just would have been weird to say dad and insert her name here. So I said parents or mom or some shit like that. And like, that's cute and all that she's trying, but... What really bothers me, at least in my experience with people, is they always want to try and do better, but rarely do they ever want to apologize for what they did. As if, like, being nice um, can't atone for the shit that you did, you know what I'm saying? For me, okay, child abuse is what I felt like I endured from her, and of course, people older than me, younger or whatever, will say, oh, that wasn't blah 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 because back in my days this happened it was much worse than you and you know like I said in the previous segment that you know thank goodness for change where I no longer am trying to compare compare what abuse is to mine because it's not what they call it the um the hurt olympics I forgot but something something olympics it's not that we shouldn't be competing for who had it worse we should just know that it's not good so that's one of the reasons and i'm pretty sure i've said this before is that i try my absolute best to educate my ancestors as much as 
Williams was with the cheerleader uh, and she thought that that was her significant other and so she consented but she didn't she consented thinking that that was her significant other not the nerd right and so growing up younger when I saw that I thought that was pretty cute and hot but as I learned like uh no because she like I just said consented to her partner not the nerd and you know she was okay with and all this other stuff so it's like again just speaking about me and the thought process that I had when I was younger up until now I've changed and yes a lot of people which it aggravates me but a lot of people don't want to change don't want to learn new verbiage don't want to treat people better they just want everything to be status quo and stuff and like I said I don't like that and um I think the best way for people, in my opinion, to change is, of course, change behavior, but also to apologize because, oh my gosh, again, the woman that gave birth to me has done a whole lot to me. And her final straw was when she called the police on me. And so her doing that, I just, I don't know if I can ever forgive her. And even if she would apologize, I don't know if I could forgive that either. Because, like, as the saying goes, when someone shows you who they are, you believe them. So, to me, over the past 40 years, she's shown me what kind of person she is. And so, to me, it would be foolish for me to believe her that she's going to change or she's going to do better. Which also remind me of, I got into it, I think... Yeah, I got into it with my dad's second wife or whatever. And I'm proud of myself for not telling the rest of my siblings. And my boo thing, he was there. He tried to calm me down, but I refuse. And so, like, the type of personality my dad's second wife have, I know what kind of person she is. I don't like being around her. And this is one of the many reasons I, I don't. And so, my um, aunt that was on the podcast that felt like I'm putting my dad in um uh awkward situation and it's like I personally feel like I'm not because I'm not making him choose I feel like what I'm doing is giving him options where we can have a great relationship that doesn't involve her and for me I don't like how there's this thought process that everybody's supposed to like and love everybody or people who are certain um, relatives are supposed to get this certain amount of respect because you know people always be like you only have one parent well that parent only has one mama Q so what are we really doing so um I haven't had a chance to really talk to my therapist about it but after that reading and hearing those words from Pamela about forgiveness and justice again it's gonna be a slow process for sure but like I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to forgive or whatever so um I know that's gonna seem so dumb but y'all be okay so the dictionary says forgive here's the definition to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense flaw or mistake and justice is a behavior or treatment and I don't like that as a definition okay the the quality of being fair and reasonable and stuff so like I know it seems like duh but yeah it was just difficult for me like I said during the reading 
to be like, how can you forgive someone and still um, want justice for them? And like I said, Pamela, and, and let me understand that you can forgive someone for the things that they did and you can still ask the universe, God, the creator, the ancestors to have that person seek justice. But, you know, when it comes to being stressed out, some of these things can weigh on your heart and stuff. So, again, again, uh, I'm still going to be a work in progress. Every day is a day to, to evolve, but I don't know. So anyway, I say all that to say that I want to encourage you to at your own pace if you want to forgive people. Because as we know, forgiveness is for you. It's difficult and I ain't there yet, but I hope to be one day. Um, Having that type of thought process, definitely so I can become an honorable and enlightened ancestor. joke that's where i give you my bestest joke and we laugh together or not today's joke you are allowed to jump to conclusions it's a leap year get it it's a leap year february 29th 2024 <sighs> well guess that's my cue to leave thank you for taking a moment out of your day to listen to my antics and your encouragement if you desire more moments in cue you can follow my ig and tiktok hey hi cue Want to support my black small business? You can visit my website, heyhiq.com, for products and services. HeyHiQ is spelled H-A-Y-H-I-Q-U-E-U-E. Donate to the podcast on my Buzzsprout page, Moments and Q. You can read this episode's transcripts on my Buzzsprout page as well. Please rate, comment, subscribe, and share this episode on whichever platform you are listening to and tell all your other adult friends. You can email me to give me an AAR or to become my pen pal. My email is mamaq at heyhiq.com. Don't worry, all of these call to actions are listed in the show notes. Never forget, I'm way too busy to ever DM you first talking about your ancestors sent for me. They didn't, and neither did I. Laters.